Carolina podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. All right, let's uh, let's get to John. You want to do a little for real or for Yazies? Sure. All right, let's do it here. We got a few of them in front of me. The way this all works, you listen to the podcast, you know. I've got a handful of sentences in front of me that I concocted before the show. I read them as if they are factual. If John agrees that they are indeed fact, he says for real. If he thinks that uh, they are fiction of the worst kind, he looks at me straight in the eye on this stream yard and says... Fugazi. Fugazi. That is Italian for fake or counterfeit. All right. Here we go, John. For real or Fugazi, Kenyon Green is the biggest concern on the Texans' offensive line. Well, that's for real, not because he's not better than Scott Quisenberry, but it's just you, you spend the 15th pick on a guy who still looks heavy, and maybe it's because he had his knee injury and he couldn't work the way he wanted to. He's working with a first team. And uh, but yes, for a guy who flashed last year, who was a great run blocker in college, he is definitely the biggest concern in their offensive line. Yeah, medical as much as anything for me. I would agree with that. I was I was glad to see D'Amico Ryan single out Juice Scruggs at his press conference today. They used Juice on a some sort of run fit or something, you know, some sort of run block scheme play. He used it as an example for the rest of the team. I'm like, okay, good. I feel. A little better, even though he's not starting yet, Juice Scruggs. It's still Scott, Scott uh, Quesenberry starting at center. Um, all right, next one, John. For real or Fugazi, the secondary is the best unit on the 2023 Houston Texans. Mm, I'll say Fugazi. It's hard to beat the running backs with Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary with the first two. Secondary is really good. But you have an unhappy Steven Nelson. You have Jimmy Ward who turned, what, 32. So you don't know for sure. But we know in Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary, based on what they've done, Pierce, of course, in three quarters of the season. But Singletary for three and a half season, that should be a pretty formidable duo. I thought you were going to say Fugazi, and you would give me the specialists as the answer. Kaimi Fairbairn, Cam Johnson, and? John Weeks, the greatest snapper in NFL history. Sick them there. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to give me. I'm I'm excited about these running backs also, uh, though, John. Uh, Pierce and Singletary specifically. Um, that's going to be a nice, nice duo, I think. What do you think is going to be the third back? Um, he's got to play special. He's got to play special. He's got to play special teams. So, I, you know, right. It looks like Dario Gumbawale is the one who's got the inside track on it right now, just based on he's when a guys really are good special team. getting reps. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be one of those. I mean, who, because who, who are we looking at here? We're looking at Dare, Mike Boone Mike is a body. Boone. Yeah, I have Dare ahead of Mike Boone. They've got a couple of these rookies at Dokes. At Val- Valaday. Valaday from Arizona Practice State. Squad. Yeah, yeah. They, but but those guys are interesting. This, I'll say this, John. With no Rex Burkhead in camp, these guys all look like running backs, at least. You know? <laughs> it's not hey, a racial commentary. Available. It's not He's available. It, well, I'm sure they've got him on speed dial, just in case. But uh, – <laughs> I think it's probably Dare right now is what it feels like. All right, next one, John, for real or Fugazi. If you had to win the Ravens game tomorrow, tomorrow they play the Ravens, Case Keenum gives the Texans the best chance to win that game. For real or Fugazi? I would say for real, but we're a long way from seeing what C.J. Stroud can do. Right now, you said right now, I would take Davis Mills. But 
at the end of preseason. Mills or Mills or Keenum? I said Keenum. Case Keenum gives you the best chance to win that game. Yeah, I'd say Mills. And uh, it's Fugazi, John. You asked me who'd you ask? You I said Keenum. I said if you had to, you have to win the game tomorrow. Case Keenum gives the Texans no, the best I, chance. I to said Fugazi. I think it'd be Mills. Okay, you think it'd be Mills? All right. How about a follow up, John? If you had to bet today. For real or Fugazi, if you had to bet today, the pick is Texans plus nine and a half against the Ravens. Uh, for real? I t- uh, no. Fugazi, I'd take the Ravens. The Ravens have beaten a you-know-what out of them yep. whenever Lamar Jackson has played them. Yep. I'm, I'm with you on that. I need to I need to have a better grasp on what this offense is going to look like before I can before I can take the Texans in Baltimore um, in week one. All right, next one, John. Let's hit a couple topics going on around the league. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has played his last game as an Indianapolis Colt. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi. No matter how much Texans fans are hoping that's true, the fact is, who's going to pay him what they want? They get the same problems. Problem is, when a guy holds in, he's got to have an injury. Well, if you're going to trade him, the thing goes, whoa, whoa, he's got a back injury. They are a textbook example of how you don't handle an unhappy running back. And next year... Damian Pierce will be going into third last year, no, third year of his contract, which means they could extend him after two, after three. Uh, but uh, you hope they don't run into that. But I think every team that has a good back is going to have issues as long as the CBA is the way it is. And I guess you'd like for the Texans to have that problem because that means Damian Pierce is going to be a hell of a running back. Yeah, uh, for some reason, John, look, I know Cal McNair has not been perfect as the owner of the team. I somehow have a hard time believing that he's going to jump on Twitter and start giving hot takes on the running back supply and demand and how disrespectful it is that these running backs think they should get paid more. Whatever it was that Ursay went on Twitter and said and um, and and uh, lit the flames of Jonathan Taylor's trade request. They, if they I, both I'm, die tomorrow, and NFL's going to be exactly <laughs> the same. You know, that was the follow-up to it. But, man, Urs- Ursay's had a hell of a week, John. He sure has. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. All right. Two, both B writers have have sources of stories saying that he told them he had a bad back. And he said, you better get better sources. I never told them that. We wonder where they're getting their – where they're, who their source is. Yeah. Yeah, it would seem – if there's their source is obviously somebody inside the building with the Colts, maybe Ursay. That's proof positive that they're definitely not trading because you don't, to your point, you don't put out info that this person you're going to trade is suffering from a damaged back of all things. That ain't a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next one, John, for real or Fugazi. Sean Payton, he was just speaking the truth about Nathaniel Hackett. Don't hate on him. Well, first of all, Fugazi, he was speaking the truth, but hate on him. I've never seen anything like that, Sean. And then there's all these media people claiming he's a genius and he did it for a reason. What's the point? If you want to praise Russell Wilson, just praise the heck out of him. He trashed the guy and Aaron Rodgers trashed him. I can't wait for that fifth game of the season in which Denver goes to MetLife Stadium. Week five. John, I'll admit, in in some of this, what, what? No, I just said, ooh. Oh, that's, that's that's so hot. It can't be touched. I know it's nice. I'll admit, John, sometimes in for real or Fugazi, I put one in here that I know a hundred percent is a Fugazi just to make sure that we've got a Fugazi in there for you. I don't need them all to be free. That was my guaranteed Fugazi right there. I'm glad you reacted the way that you did. All right. Two more, John. 
and then we'll get out of here. Um, with their trades for Scherzer and Montgomery, the Rangers are now the favorites to win not just the AL West, but the AL period, for real or Fugazi? Fugazi. They're the Rangers. It's win the AL West, although they've been stinking it up. And Who's Astros the favorite, John? Who's the favorite? Take, uh, in the AL? Yeah. American League, yeah. My, uh, my underdog team is Baltimore. I think uh, that Michael Elias, who went there from working under Jeff Luno, is building the Orioles the same way the Astros were built. And his minor league system's loaded. He acts like he's not going to trade for a starter that he needs. The deadline is for Central tomorrow. I bet they get a starter. Are you, I'm going with the O's. The O's. Okay, gotcha. I'll be interested to see when the latest odds come out on who the favorite is in the AL. If I had to guess, I would bet the Rangers might be the betting favorite now, but I get what you're saying about the Orioles. They're a really, they're a really good baseball team. Are you glad that the Angels took Shohei off the market and are keeping him, John, or would you have rather seen where the dice may have landed to move Shohei somewhere? I, uh, if they sent him out of the American League West, which they assuredly would have done, and to the told the National League, I'd have been all for it because it would help the Astros. But still, getting to watch him pitch and hit when he's playing against the Astros, I've never seen anything like him. The division is more competitive with him staying with the Angels. So I'm glad that they kept him, and nobody can rip. Artie Moreno, the owner, for letting him get away for a draft no, choice. They're buying. I mean, I don't know if what they're doing in, in L.A. is going to end up making any sense in the end. They're trading they're trading good prospects out of their farm system for guys to make a run at trying to sneak into the playoffs. Um, but I, I'm i all for teams trying to go win. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's so much talk of load management and tanking and things like that. To have an owner that says, you know what, screw this. I got the best player on the planet. We've got some prospects. We're in striking distance. I, I respect that. I don't know that it's ultimately. I it, chances are it comes back and bites them. You know, they're the opportunity because they're not. If I guess they might not even make the playoffs, let alone win the World Series. So you coughed up a chance to get probably five or six prospects for Shohei, whatever that number was, and you gave up a bunch of prospects to go get Lucas Giolito and Lopez and some other guys. Kron, I think they traded for um, the first baseman, but. Yeah, man. I like the mentality. I'm with you on that. I'd like to see Artie Moreno have some luck. He gave Trout a $400 million contract. Trout's hurt every year. Yeah. He gives Anthony Rendon, I think it's $236 million. Yeah, He's been hurt every year. He's been there. Yep. They've had terrible luck with all that money he spent. So I would like to see – I'd like to see them win a series as long as it wasn't against the Astros. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, John, I need a caveat because there's so many people out there construing your Wembyama takes as your pro San Antonio, and you've, you've, you've had other takes of late that people have, with your Tennessee uh, Titan Oiler uniform takes. I didn't need you to go full on heel. Now all of a sudden you're an Angels fan out of nowhere. I'm glad you caveated it with that as long as their interests don't conflict with the Astros' interests, right? Absolutely, as okay. long as they don't as long as they don't beat the Astros. Right, right. Okay, good. But I'd like to see him beat somebody else. I'd like to see him. What, Trout's been in the playoffs one time. They haven't won a game. They didn't win a game. They got swept. Yeah, 3-0. All right, last one, John. For real or Fugazi? Three hours is too long for any movie, even Oppenheimer. Fugazi. If it's a good movie, oh. what does it matter? It's like a great sex scene. You'd probably go, oh, <laughs> this is too long. Okay. I'm going to go get some popcorn. I've lived this. I don't need to see this anymore. <laughs> hey, what is what did you think? You've seen Oppenheimer, right, John? Yeah. What did you think? There's the 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 uh, 
the young lady who did the nude scenes in Oppenheimer. Florence Pugh, not impressive. I've seen her before. She likes oh. to take her clothes off. She's a good <laughs> actress, but she doesn't need to strip. You know, Killian Murphy said their sex scene was powerful. His version of powerful and mine's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I had heard there was like a, Amy's like, when we're walking into the theater. She's like, are you ready? Like there's a 15 minute sex scene in this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, awesome. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm always ready for a 15 minute sex scene. It's 10 yeah, minutes longer than I can go. Yeah. Let's do this. I used to think that uh, sex scenes and movies were great. Then we got the internet. Then the internet came along and just obsoleted everything. I know. I know. Phoebe Kate stepping out of the pool. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I, John, I give Oppenheimer a solid 7 out of 10. I, I was People set the expectations too high on it for me. Yeah, it's going to clean up on all the Academy Awards. Which is I'm yet gonna, another reason why. Yeah. I, I'm, I tend to, my tastes tend to not align with the Academy's tastes. You know, I'm more of a body movie kind of guy. Well, they're going to win. He's going to win. Killian Murphy will win actor. Robert Downey Jr., supporting actor. He was good. Supporting actress. I think the underrated guy in that movie uh, is the sound guy. Because oh. people think, well, there's just one explosion. No, no. remember there were explosions from the get-go because it was in his mind. Yeah. That he was thinking about explosions. So I thought, the, I didn't go to the IMAX. I may go see the IMAX. Uh, just, but I think the sound is the buildup was really good. Yeah. And, there were, and uh, uh, my mind's going to blank the director. Um, he wrote it. And besides, he's the only screenwriter getting credit. Nolan? Nolan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nolan, he'll he'll probably Nolan. get the director and could get screenwriter, but all that technical stuff yeah. about physics and fusion and all that, my goodness, he had to have had help and they're just not getting credit. Thought Damon was good in it too. Matt Damon. He was Matt good. Damon was good. I still think he was better in air. Yep. He could be nominated for actor in in air and supporting actor in uh Oppenheimer. Yep. That's happened. That's happened a few times where guys have been nominated and women in two categories. Yep. Yep. That'll be uh that'll be interesting for sure. All right. So there you go. A little for real or fugazi. John, you and I got a few more practices this week. We'll do a mailbag on Wednesday this week. H-O-U mailbag at gmail.com. This is the time to start sending in the questions because John and I can answer some of the things that we're seeing out of camp. The next fan practice won't be till Friday and Saturday of this week. So we can answer some questions for you in the mailbag on Wednesday. Um, John, you want to give the people the info one more time for our uh, live podcast at the Houstonian in a few weeks? August 24th, go to Houstonian.com, go down where it says events, click on it. And uh, then, uh, in fact, I'll tweet it out today. If you tweet it out yep. today, people can see you get it. You get a four course meal, you get booze, you get a lot of football. We get some baseball. We're going to have an opinion about the Astros. It's what we talk about on the Utopia Football Podcast. It's going to be the same thing. And we hope people will spread the word about the podcast, as well as our dinner at the Houstonian. We can't wait. Houstonian.com. It's going to be a whole lot of fun, and the food is going to be great. The booze are going to be great, and the company and the fellowship is going to be outstanding as well. So we hope to see you out there. We remind you as well, click that download button or the subscribe button, I should say. Get the automatic downloads of the podcast. John and I, we've had eyes on every snap out of Texans training camp so far. Um, so uh, be sure to click that subscribe button. Give us a review as well. That always helps wherever it is you get your podcast. We appreciate it. The Odyssey app, uh, iTunes, wherever. 
We appreciate you tuning in as uh, we're embarking. I, you know, John, my other big takeaway, just real quick, there was a big buzz out of training camp, those first two fan practices. We haven't even mentioned that. That place was standing room only on the heels of two years where you couldn't give tickets away to people. That place was stacked and packed for those first two fan practices. The energy was contagious. People are not being unrealistic. They're not looking at a playoff team. They just so fired up about the Lions. Wanting to come back to Houston after two coaches in a row with fired for two years. And then to have CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, Jr. second, third overall pick. They're just excited to see some improvement. Yep. No doubt. 